In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. Doctors have specialties. We all understand that. They have certain areas where they are most proficient, most prepared. I don't know exactly what Dr. Luke's specialty was. He's referred to in Scripture as the beloved physician. And, of course, he writes uh, the gospel according to Luke, this beautiful account that we are uh, looking at again today in Luke chapter number 7. But today I can tell you with certainty that we are coming uh, to an area that is outside of his specialty. And I'll tell you how I know that because the miracle we're coming to today in Luke chapter 7, beginning in verse number 11, is the miracle of the raising of a dead person. Friends, doctors deal with living people. They deal with sick people. They deal with them until life leaves their body. As a matter of fact, when you read through the gospel according to Luke, you see lots of medical terms and lots of details that would not be found in Matthew, Mark, and John because the Holy Spirit is using Luke's insight and his even his uh, descriptive way of saying things about so many of these miracles. And yet, this is interesting to me. This is the only account. Luke is the only writer that tells us the story of the raising of the widow's son. And I believe there is, even in that, a beautiful picture of the fact that Luke is allowed under inspiration of the Holy Spirit to describe something he could not explain. To describe something no doctor could do. To describe something that only Christ would be enough for. Today, we've come to the interruption of a funeral. You know, funerals are somber, sober moments. They're quiet moments. Uh, frankly, even, even the sound of weeping and the wailing of mournful hearts is not to be interrupted by any other sound. And yet Jesus interrupted a funeral. Look at Luke 7, verse 11. It came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him, and much people. Now, what's the day after? After what? Well, the previous verses we studied in our last time together was the healing of the centurion's son, or servant, rather. And so, in the previous verses, you have the sick being raised from their sick bed, but now you have the dead being raised from their deathbed. In fact, the dead is not just lying on a bed. He's being carried out of the city to be buried. He's headed to the graveyard. The Bible says in verse 12, Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not. And he came and touched the bier, and they that bare him stood still, and he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up, and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother. And there came a fear on all, and they glorified God, saying that a great prophet is risen up among us, and that God hath visited his people. And this rumor of him went forth throughout all Judea and throughout all the region round about. And the disciples of John showed him of all these things. It really is an amazing account, isn't it? The, the interruption of a funeral purposely 
He interrupted graciously. He interrupted. Aren't you glad for divine interruptions? Aren't you glad sometimes when it seems that uh, we're at the end, that there's nothing beyond, that all we can do is weep and mourn, that the Lord shows up, that the Lord steps into that situation? You see, this is really not about the widow. It's really not about the son. It's really not about the crowd. It's all about Jesus. It's always about Jesus. Christ is enough. So what do we learn about Christ in this miraculous account? Well, first of all, we get a glimpse of Christ's heart. In verse number 13, the Bible says the Lord saw her and he had compassion on her. Aren't you glad the Lord has his eye on you? The Lord sees you. Uh, Are you weeping today? Are tears filling your eyes? May I say to you, Jesus has his eye on you today. He sees you. He knows you. He hurts with you. He feels deeply for you. You remember on one account, Jesus wept himself. But here, Jesus sees her weeping. And what does he say to her? Weep not. That seems like a strange thing to say at a funeral. Her only son is dead. Everybody's mourning with her. Weep not. Yes, because the Lord is getting ready to remove the cause for the tears. Aren't you glad there's coming a day? The Bible tells us that God will wipe away all tears from our eyes. What a great day that will be. You see, our our brokenness comes because we live in a sin-cursed world. We're dealing with the effects of sin, with death all around us. But aren't you glad that Jesus feels with us? The writer of Hebrews says, We have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. He feels what you feel. He feels with you. The Bible says he had compassion on her. Praise God for the compassion of Christ. And so the first thing God shows us is not something Jesus does, but rather his own heart, an insight into his spirit. We see Christ's heart. Then we see Christ's hand at work. The Bible very specifically tells us that he comes and he touches the bier. That's an old English word for coffin. Literally, he stops the funeral procession. It would be like coming in our day to the hearse and, uh, or to the pallbearers and saying to them, stop, and putting your hand out. On the, on the thing that carries the dead, lifeless body of this child. And so Jesus reaches out and he touches the funeral procession. He stops everything. I'm so grateful to God that our Lord's heart and hand here are connected, that the Lord not only feels, he acts, that the Lord not only sees, he touches, that the Lord not only speaks, he works. You see the beautiful progression here? I don't know what is breaking your heart today, what is hurting you and grieving you. But I want to tell you something. Jesus loves you. He has compassion on you. And you're going to see God's hand, Christ's hand, at work in this situation. But ultimately, we get a glimpse not only into Christ's heart and hand, but into Christ's holiness, into his holy power, into his holy character, who he is. I'll remind you what we said at the outset of our study on the miracles of Jesus Uh, that Jesus did not have a healing ministry, a dead-raising ministry, a a, a uh, uh, blind-correcting ministry. Uh, No, Uh, a a hungry people-feeding ministry. That's not the ministry he had. He had a revealing ministry. All of this was so that this widow and her son and all the people there would recognize who he was. And the Bible says fear came on them. They glorified God. What did they say? A great prophet has risen up among us. Remember Moses said a prophet was coming much mightier than he, prophet with a capital P, the one who speaks the truth. Now, these people said, God hath visited his people. Boy, that was more right than they knew. 
Emmanuel, God with us, God robed in flesh, the Lord walking among them. Yes, indeed, he is the Holy One. He is God with us. And I want to say to you, everything that God brings into our life and then everything that Christ does in that circumstance is for one purpose, and that is so we will come to know him more personally and more intimately. You see, our Lord interrupted this funeral. Maybe the Lord wants to interrupt what you're dealing with today. Maybe the Lord wants to step right into the middle of your situation, uh, into the middle of your brokenness. He's able. It's amazing to me. He just spoke to this young man and said, Arise. And the dead man sat up and started to speak. He delivers him back to his mother. Only God could do that. Only Christ could do that. That's outside of the doctor's specialty. That's outside of Luke's purview. That's outside of any of our ability. That is only the Lord. Dear friend, no matter how desperate it may be or how sad you may feel today, I just want to remind you that Christ is enough. What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the Miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you're making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough. Thank you.